Hey, 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 y'all. Welcome back to Wins, Grins, and Sins with Pixar Mom, Jen. <clears throat> Today, I'm going to be answering 10 more of your questions that uh, I did a questionnaire on Instagram. And these were some of the questions I got. I did 10 last week, said I'd do 10 this week, and then maybe talk about a little something extra. So here we go. Like I said, grown folks only, grown folks only, 21 and over. Or I would like to know, this is question number one. I would like to know what your name Pixar mom means and how you came up with the name. <clears throat> Maybe other people are wondering the same thing. So when I had the big account on TikTok, the one that got banned, it had um, over a half a million when it was permanently banned. But uh, a couple of videos went viral and Pixar mom was going crazy in the comments. And I said, huh, I like that. And it stuck. And another reason it stuck was because you all know the movie, The Incredibles. <coughs> I have three kids, so when that movie came out, I took my kids to see it, and throughout their childhood, we probably watched it a hundred times, and they always told me, you look like Miss Incredible, and maybe one day, I know I've showed the pictures on Instagram of uh, me when I was, you know, younger when I was with my kids, but I had short hair. I, I pretty much always rocked the short hair <laughs> when my kids were growing up, but uh yeah, that's where it came from. Uh, the Disney movie, The Incredibles, and TikTok comments. The comment section. <laughs> All right, on to question number two. All right, question number two. What have you learned from past relationships that you will deal with differently in the future? <clears throat> I would say that... My number one thing that I learned from all of those failed relationships that I absolutely jumped in too quickly. <laughs> First and foremost, man, <laughs> whenever that next relationship happens, if it ever does, I will, I'll take my time. I don't know how long that time is. I, ha I have no idea. It just depends on the, the situation, I guess. I don't know. But, you know, definitely won't be moving in with anybody within the first six months of the relationship. <laughs> that's, a, that's a number one. Um, yeah, that's, that's it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop right there. Just... I'm going to get to know the person a lot better before I uh, jump into all the seriousness. Okay. <laughs> On to question number three. Where are we? There we are. All right. How do I satisfy myself without a man? I'll put it to you quite simply. <laughs> you know the store Adam and Eve? I'm a frequent flyer there. I have a lot of points. <laughs> I think the last time I made a purchase there, <clears throat> I got like $70 off. 
So Adam and Eve, that's, that's how I satisfy myself without a man. They have a large selection. <clears throat> Question number four. <laughs> I'm also recording this video podcast in case you forgot. It's going on YouTube. So YouTube is going to see all the bloops and, you know, everything that goes on. Maybe, maybe everything that goes on while recording a podcast. All right. So question number four. What was your profession before becoming an accountant? And if you're not familiar with what an accountant is, that's a spicy accountant. Um, that's only fans, fansly creator. I think I'm considered a sex worker, even though I don't actually have sex with anyone on only fans or fansly, but I think I am, I'm still considered a sex worker. Maybe. I don't know. So anyway, um, what did I do? <clears throat> I've, I've done a lot. <laughs> I have done a lot. I've done everything from most of it's been in the medical field, the last 20, you know, up until the last year and a half, it was the last 20 something years I was in the medical field. I've done everything from medical transcription to being a phlebotomist, you know, where they come in and draw your blood and let's see, um, medical transcription, phlebotomy, a, like an insurance rep, <clears throat> someone that followed up on your insurance claims, making sure that your, you know, insurance pays your, pays your bills. That's where I started. That's where I got my foot in the door actually. And then I kind of went to school, did the medical transcription, went to school again, um, to become a histology technician. Nobody knows what that is when I say that. So I'll go ahead and tell you. It's long story short, it's somebody that works with animal tissue for, um, diagnoses, um, cells, you know, putting the tissue on a slide for the pathologist to look at, to diagnose a disease or, you know, determine the severity of your disease. You know, if you need your appendix taken out, if you ever went to the hospital, a pathologist had to look under a slide to let the doctor know, hey, this is an inflamed, or once the appendix was taken out, it always gets sent to the lab. And from there, it goes to, I mean, from surgery, it goes to the lab <clears throat> for a pathologist to do a gross examination of it, you know, cut it up into pieces. And as they're cutting it up into pieces, they speak into a little microphone and describe what they're doing. If it's a regular appendix, you know, whether it looks inflamed, blah, blah, blah. I know I'm going into very much detail, but a lot of people don't know this about, you know, what goes on behind closed doors when you have surgery, when you have an organ taken out. This always happens. You can always ask for your, you know, your operative report, your histology notes, you know, all those things you can ask for. But anyway, a pathologist had to look at your slide. And I was the person that put that tissue on the slide for the pathologist to look at. That's called a histology technician. So I spent the last, <clears throat> before I moved to Florida, I spent the last 13 years at Emory University 
as a histology technician. Um, I worked at Winship Cancer Institute, to be exact, for 13 years. I loved my job. I loved what I did. I felt, I felt like, in a way, I was helping people. But my job was very monotonous, very monotonous. That was the part I didn't like about it. Uh, monotony is very boring to me. I mean, I'll, maybe that's another thing I'll get into later. But um, and on the side, I've, I've pretty much for as long as I can remember since I've been a single mother, I've been on this topic for a long time. Are y'all still here? Um, I've always had an extra job, you know, because I always needed the income as an as a single mom. So that extra income started when my kids were younger as a, um, like a wellness coach. I started out as a wellness coach and I knew I wanted to, to teach classes at one point and I eventually did. So then I became a certified group fitness instructor. <clears throat> it's almost time for me to drink again. <laughs> I got, I got the, I got the wake and bake throat going on, but, um, yeah, so then it became uh, I became a certified group fitness instructor, personal trainer, and uh, the last three, two, three years before I moved to Florida, I started my own mobile personal training business. That was actually it was starting to it was starting to pick up because I was kind of tired for working for gyms and not not being paid what I knew I was worth. So you know when you think you deserve something better you know, anyway, so there, that's what I did before becoming an accountant. <laughs> Question number five, what is it? Question number five, do you have a man, friends with benefits or anything? <laughs> they wanted to cover all the grounds. <laughs> <clears throat> And I currently, at the moment, do not, and this is honest, I, I'm being honest, okay, I do not currently have a friends with benefits even, okay? I haven't had a friends with benefits since I moved to Florida three years ago. I had a friends with benefits in Atlanta, but I don't have him anymore, so I'm not traveling to Georgia. I mean, no. <laughs> um, anyway... He hasn't came here, so I guess that friends with benefits relationship is over, I'm guessing. Um, so, I don't know. I have not had one. So, that is an honest, honest answer. I do not have either. And you can refer back to uh, question number three. <laughs> All right. Question number six. Perfect date. Real simple question. Um, but I wouldn't say difficult answer, but that a perfect date can be so many things. I can tell you what a perfect date is not. And that's like in a crowded restaurant. The last thing I want to do, because I feel like I, I, I have to really like really exert effort to talk loud. So anytime I'm having to talk over other conversations or loud music in the background. And don't get me wrong. Perfect date would probably have something to do with music, but not like at a restaurant where music is blaring and I have to feel like, I feel like I am really 
trying hard to talk over the background noise. That's okay. So that's what a perfect date is not. So perfect date would involve music. Um, maybe I don't know about dancing. Cause I mean, y'all know I love to dance. Okay. But I'm comfortable with myself. I'm comfortable with my own surroundings. All right. It's going to take me a minute to get comfortable with you. Okay. Don't take that personal. Don't expect me to be the exact same personality that you see on social media because it's going, you got to earn, you got to earn that personality, but that's, I'm getting, I'm getting into something else. I'm rambling. Um, so music, you know, nice jazz music at a, at a restaurant with low, maybe even live. I don't know, but not so loud that I have to talk over, you know, and depending on the chemistry, if, if the chemistry is good, maybe, maybe get up and do some slow dancing. That would, that would love that on a, on a perfect date. Uh, food, feed me. I will tell you where I want to eat. I will tell you what I want to eat. If you haven't planned it, hopefully you have. I'll tell you exactly where I want to eat, what I want to eat. But there you go. Another perfect date. You plan it. And I like spontaneity. I don't, I don't necessarily have to have a date specifically planned out. I don't have to have that. I love spur of the moment things. Um, I'm an active person. I love outdoor activities. Um, <clears throat> so I don't know. Take me to Top Golf. I've never been. I don't really like golf per se, but I love driving range golf, like knocking the hell out of the ball, see how far I can hit it and we can compete, you know, <laughs> anyway, how's that? I think that's enough. I think that's enough to start on. <laughs> All right. Let's see what question number seven is. Question number seven. Uh, what are my music tastes? Like my likes and dislikes. Absolutely, positively, I, I don't like headbanging rock music. Um, I can take some Metallica, some of it, and like Ozzy Osbourne, I'm maybe, I don't know what your definition of headbanging is. I don't even know a name of a headbanging head band to, to, to give you an example because I don't listen to it. Uh, so yeah, I love country. I love jazz. I love blues. Um, I, I was exposed to a very large genre when I was growing up. My mama listened to Aretha Franklin, Linda Rodstadt, um, Kenny Rogers. My, is it Michael McDonald? Yeah, Michael McDonald. Um, <clears throat> I love Nora Jones. I love, I love reggae. I love rock. I love hip hop. I love it all. It just depends. And you know, I have moods some days I may go weeks and months and listen to nothing but rap. And then I may go weeks and months and listen to nothing but rock and roll and then country. I mean, I don't have to have uh, a certain something to listen to. I like it all. I love it all except heavy metal. I just, I can't. <laughs> all right. Question number eight. Question number eight, my biggest pet peeve. 
This was a tough one because, man, my biggest pet peeve. <laughs> I would have to say people that don't like you because of <clears throat> something, you know, whether that be we don't have the same religion, we don't have the same political beliefs, we don't have the same this, you know, so I'm going to automatically exclude you from any friendship, any, any, anything, and I'm going to try to push my beliefs onto you. That's, that's my biggest pet peeve, I guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Question number nine. What am I wearing to a party? That's not the exact question. Let me find the exact question. A big party. What go-to you're wearing to make sure all eyes are on you. Huh. Well, again, this is a mood thing. It's a mood thing. Uh, my dogs are going crazy downstairs. They see something. Um, that means it's time for me to wrap this up and it's a good thing because I'm on the next to the last question. What am I wearing to a party? It's probably going to be something black. I don't, I tend to gravitate towards darker colored clothes. So uh, I have black dresses, black pants, I don't know, crop top dress. Again, depends on my mood, but it, it's going to have something to do with um, form fitting. And I don't like heels, but you know, sometimes, sometimes they're necessary. Uh, if I had my, if I had my way, I would much rather wear flip-flops or, you know, wedges. I love wedges. Those are my favorite because I can walk, I can walk in them, but I'm, I'm very picky and very selective about the heels that I walk in. <laughs> Here we are. It's the last question. Um, my favorite sensual pleasure. Hmm. I need to. I need to take a sip for this one. All right. So I'm. I'm all about chemistry. The, uh, the sexual chemistry has to be there, okay? But um, my favorite sensual pleasure when I'm into someone is like a good sensual body massage. That means like, obviously, you know, you're on top of me and it's a very sensual massage. I don't know his name on TikTok. I, I wish I could. I don't know his name right off the top of my head, but he does those kind of massages. That's that. That's my favorite. I've never had one like that, but um, my next relationship, that's, that's a must. <laughs> You're going to have to learn how to do that, <laughs> but that's definitely my, my favorite sensual pleasure. Just like touch and it would be a mixture of soft and rough. So I don't, I don't want soft. I don't want a soft massage. 
some areas you need to be soft in and some areas you need to be rough in. And, you know, that's up to <clears throat> up to me to communicate to you, which I will. I would have no problem doing that. <laughs> but definitely, definitely a full body massage with some nice, nice music playing in the background. All right. <laughs> that was it. Thank y'all for joining the second week of wins, grins, and sins. Uh, that's, that's what I'm going to be talking about, you know, or that's, those, those are the sides, you know, like happy, silly, serious, sexual, you know, all the sides that you're going to get to learn. And if you have questions and make sure you're following me on social media, Pixar mom, Twitter, Instagram, um, TikTok, it's Jennifer Lynn O. I just changed it because I was getting banned so much. But anyway, blah, blah, blah. Make sure you're following me on all the social media channels. In case I were to get banned again, you know where to find me. But anyway, if you have a question, you can ask me on Instagram because I'm getting ready to do another poll today, another questionnaire. So if you have something you want to ask me, um, I'm going to feature your question. Um, as always, I appreciate you supporting me. I appreciate you listening. Um, love y'all. Um, there was something else I was going to say. Um, see y'all next week. Please subscribe and leave a review. Mwah.